When is saying no the boss decision, and when is it your fear talking? Hi, welcome to another episode of Business Mindset Mastery. My name's Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and performance coach for business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs. You can always find me over at choosetohaveitall.com. And today we're diving into the idea of making decisions. When you're deciding something for your business and you're looking to maybe put the brakes on something, to slow something down, to hold back, How do you know if that's the boss move or if that's your fear talking? Let's dive into today's listener question and then I can find you on the other side with my thoughts. Here goes. Heather, how do you know when you're making a smart business decision and when you're just being stubborn or stuck in fear? I help people with their websites. My income covers my expenses, but offers very little cushion. I told myself when I was putting away 15% of each month's sales into savings, that's when I could start to consider hiring help and getting assistance. I'm not there yet. I get about 5% into savings reliably. Sometimes it's more, but sometimes it's not. I'm so nervous to hire help when I can't be positive I can afford to cover the expense. Plus, I get nauseous at the thought that I could hire someone and not afford to pay them. At the same time, I can't perceive how I'm ever going to get to the place in my business where I'm getting that money into savings without the help that I think I need. I can't tell if I'm sucking it up as I boss move or as somebody who's stuck in fear? How am I supposed to tell the difference? Wondering what you think. Thanks. Okay, first of all, um, this is a good problem to have. I think the fact that you are at the part of your business where you can see that you're growing and that you can't continue to grow without a change in your business model. Like we never, that's a mile marker and we never notice those or give them enough time and attention because so often those mile markers that are such good accomplishments for ourselves and such really like good things to celebrate often get attached to these problems like you're sitting in. So before we go further, before we dive in, like just take a moment to like acknowledge this for yourself that you are at a place in your business where you are ready to grow and up level. You're just not sure how to do that and how to make the most boss decision for your business. This is a really good problem for you to have. And I just, first of all, like want to say congratulations on getting this far. Not everybody does. So I hope you can feel good about yourself and feel proud about yourself and enjoy this for a second before we dive into the problem solving. Now, I like the way you were thinking. I like the fact that you had a specific number in mind before you were going to outsource some help or delegate it or hire it out. I can see the bind you're in where if you're not, if somebody isn't helping you do it, you have to do it all yourself, which takes time from your business of actually delivering the service and helping the clients in the way that you would like to. So one of the things I would encourage you to think about as you make this decision is you are really stuck in this black or white mentality. I either get the money and hire help or I don't get the money and I don't hire help. There's more than one way to make this decision. And where I think you're getting stuck is you're stuck in this black or white way. And if I can get you to kind of expand your idea to a little bit to consider what's possible and how you might look at it, you might be able to get your needs met in a way that feels more comfortable and allows you to breathe through the decision 
decision rather than what it sounds like here in your letter, you feel a little held hostage by it. So one of the things I want you to think about here is before you just say like, oh my God, I can't get all this done. I need help. Specifically, what do you need help with in your business right now. When you said, once I can set aside 15% of my monthly income for help, I'm gonna hire somebody. What did you specifically imagine that person doing? What did you specifically need them to do? What was the hole in your business that they were gonna fill? Because if you're just looking at like a busy week and your to-do list is running amok and you're just slightly overwhelmed, then hiring someone is going to be a reactive decision. And that's going to be one that's coming from anxiety, from nervous energy, and from a lack of focus. You make the boss decisions best when you're really clued in and sort of take a step back and zoom that lens out from whatever is currently stressing you out to look at the big picture a little bit. So when you look at the big picture of your business, what is the list of things that you had imagined someday being able to hand off to somebody? And how many of those things are the things currently taking up your time, attention, and energy? I also think it's worth looking at your business and looking at a time log for a bit, seeing where you are putting your time, how much energy are things taking you, how much investment are you losing out on because you're doing tasks that you could easily hire yourself out for. So I want you to look at the numbers because you're writing this decision from an emotional place, wondering if you're being the boss, wondering if you're afraid the best way to make this decision is to get out of your heart and get a little more into your head and look at the numbers. When you look at how you're spending time, are you losing productivity because you simply don't like what you're doing? So for example, right now I have a pain in the neck test that I have to deal with um, that's like behind the scenes, like just things that'll beef up SEO on my website and, you know, improve uh, search ranking stuff. Like it's nauseating, mind numbing stuff. It doesn't get me in front of somebody solving their problem. I'm not very interested in doing it, but I have buy-in into the idea that it's an important strategy for me to consider for the long-term health of my business. Because I don't really like doing it, it's taking me forever to do. It's been on my list for weeks and I'm barely getting anything done each week because I don't actually want to be doing it. I would like it if you could look at your business and look at the things that you're doing and seeing if you're being as productive as you can with them. See how you're spending your time and see how much money you're leaving on the table because you're doing things that you could easily hire out for. So if you know that your hourly rate is $100 an hour and you know that you're losing out on $100 because you were spending an hour doing work that a VA could do that would normally maybe charge you $25, $30 an hour that you would, you know, who would charge you $25 or $30 an hour, you're leaving $70 on the, on the table every single hour that you are doing that work for your business instead of hiring someone out. 
The other thing I would ask you to think about and look at as you make this decision, as you look at the numbers and get the facts of your business, the next thing that I would have you look at a little bit is when you look at the big picture of your business and the overall health of your business and sort of the vision of it, how close are you to getting there, to getting to that 15%? Because one of the things that you may not be, you know, sort of paying attention to or thinking about is that one of the ways to approach this is by increasing your rates, by looking at the idea that if you are getting more demand, if more people are interested in your services and you want to get to the place where you can afford to hire out help, you may need be able to do that and you may be close enough to the goal line to be able to raise your rates and get the money that way. So I would look at the rate you're charging for your services. I would do a gut check to see if you've maybe charged yourself as a beginner. I can't tell you how many times I talk to new business owners and they're consistently undercharging themselves because of the fact that a little money is better than no money and that when we look at the numbers and we look at how they're making investments for their business, an easy way to bring more income into their business is to simply raise their rates to something that's more consistent with market value. So I would go to people that you trust who know about your business and what you do. And I would measure your salary and your hourly rates against the industry standard. Make sure you're charging the industry standard because that may be the answer to it as well. The next thing that I want you to think about is why did you want to hire help? Was it because you never wanted to be the person doing those office tasks? Was it because your vision and your plan for the team actually included a team and that you wanted to expand beyond a solopreneur business? What was your gut thinking about this? And if you're recognizing that doing this work is slowing you down from growth, is holding you back, then yes, I think you take a leap of faith here. Yes, I think you get yourself some help. But the way I'm reading this, and I could be misunderstanding this question here, is I I, I think you're looking at this in terms of like a salary that you want to be able to offer somebody five hours a week to help you on your business, or you want to be able to contract with somebody that you're paying them a regular amount or a retainer fee for each week or each month for your business. You may be on your way to getting there, but you know, if you're just covering expenses and you only go 5% over into savings, like I do think that the numbers are telling you that this is worth using caution for. So what happens if instead of hiring an employee or contracting with somebody for a certain number of hours a week, how does it look, feel, and sound? If you look at your time log, see what's taking up the most time and hire someone to do a project for you. How much can you take off your plate and how much weight can be removed if you simply hand off a task or a project to somebody and you hire out for your first investment in, you know, people in your business, you just hire out for a project or a task so that you get time to get yourself organized, get focused, really think about the big picture of your business. You can hire out a couple of projects as you get the money for them. So if you 
know you have $250, $300 to invest in something, you can look at that money, see where it would be best spent, what would take the most time and energy off your chest so you could focus on your business and then make that decision. Because taking the baby steps towards getting to a place where you can hire someone on a quarter-time basis, a part-time basis, a contractual basis, that's a good way to do it in such a way that doesn't make you feel nauseous and like you're going to throw up. Because again, what you're looking at is recognizing that every every day you don't do this, in some way, shape, or form, you're leaving money on the table. A good way to protect yourself from that is to look at the numbers, to get crystal clear with yourself about exactly how much money you're being, you know, you're leaving on the table. How much more would you be capable of if you had these things off your list? Because a lot of times, for a lot of people, what'll happen is if they just get one or two more clients, they actually end up freeing all these other hours. That one or two clients frees up the, the the income they need to hire that staff person, get that additional assistance. And when that staff person's doing those additional tasks, suddenly they have like five more hours in the week where they can, you know, hire themselves out for services and meet the needs of clients. So I would look at that cost benefit analysis. You're asking me the question from a real emotional standpoint, because I can hear the real fear here is that you're going to hire someone and not be able to afford them. Or you're going to be, you know, creating a situation where somebody's reliant on the income that you've promised them and then suddenly you don't have work for them because you don't have money and you don't want to affect someone else's bottom line. I think the emotion around that is getting in the way of you being able to see other possibilities. So stop reacting with the emotion. Get that big picture thinking of how you want the health of your business to be. If having a staff person is part of your overall business plan, if your rates are fair, if you're using your time wisely and efficiently, if there's things in your productivity in your systems that you can kind of fine tune and save yourself some hours and dollars there. So look at the big picture. And then once you're looking at the numbers, then it becomes time to make that boss decision to recognize that yes, you may be on a leap of faith hiring out services that you can't afford. So what do you need to do to be able to swallow that risk? Do you need to just have a little bit of a a, a nest egg aside specifically for that purpose? Do you need to get like, you know, um, maybe like just Uber driver, become a Lyft driver for 10 extra hours to build some extra quick cash or extend your working hours for like a short period of time and take on an extra project and work a little bit harder. But once you get out of that emotional point of view, you can look at what is the most common sense way for me to solve this problem? Because the problem is how do you make a decision for your business? You're getting distracted by that, worrying about, um, you know, the the income of your VA or, you know, worrying even about your own income when the numbers are telling you that you have the ability to make more money if you hire some of that out. So scan the lens back, look at the big picture, and then see where you land. The best way to know if you're making a boss decision is to pay attention to your gut. Is the choice I'm making being bred from anxiety? 
or bread from an acknowledgement that the big picture and the health of my business cannot continue unless I make a different move and unless I take this in a different direction. I think if you take away the story about your income um, suddenly making it so that you can't afford to pay the bills or that you can't afford to um, support a staff person in their um, in their income, I think it'll be easier for you to get clear. Thanks so much for uh, reaching out to me with this question. Again, like take a moment to just take in the fact that this is the problem your business has. It's a really good problem to have and I hope you're feeling proud of yourself and excited for what comes next. And I really do think if you just slow yourself down, zoom that lens out just a little bit, you'll get the clarity you need. Anybody else who wants my two cents on your business, you can always find me. Oh, excuse me. You can always find me over at heather at choose to have it Thanks for joining me today. And I look forward to talking to you next time. Bye for now.